time for Greg Bishop and the Council Roundup. And a lot from last night's Springfield City Council meeting. We'll talk about debt forgiveness for property owners who owe the city fines. We'll also delve into the uh, labor issues with the fire department and EMS. But up first, a different set of labor issues when it comes to project labor agreements and making uh, the city's ordinance uniform moving forward for projects over $50,000. And you had a, a large contingent of individuals at city council last night there to support the ordinance. And among those was labor leader Brad Shivey, who um, had with him a packed audience of laborers uh, who were supporting the measure. And then ultimately, again, what the measure does, uh, and last night was a full city council meeting, uh, which, by the way, we're in the council roundup, brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. Their downtown location open for lunch. Don't forget about delivery, Head West Subs. Uh, but last night, the uh, ordinance up for consideration dealt with uh, making city code say that any contract for construction projects over $50,000 must have a project labor agreement with certain provisions laid out, including diversity provisions, to make sure that it's not just a local workforce, but it's also a diverse local workforce. Brad Shivey, local labor leader, uh, he was there to uh, address this ordinance and uh, push for its passage. Uh, Here's some of what he had to say last night at the uh, Springfield City Council meeting. One of the things that I know that people have said is that you have to be a union company to bid. One of the things that I know that people have said is that you have to be a union company to bid PLAs. It's absolutely not factual. It's a story that people say to mislead elected officials. I, as a non-union construction company, could bid a public works project 100%. The project labor agreement is so special because you have no ties either to a pension, to welfare, to benefits, or contract once that project labor agreement project is over. So I can bid the project as a non-union company, hire these men and women to work for my company, perform the work, make the profit, lay them off, pay the benefits, successful project. So when people say that a PLA is about only making it where unions can do the work, it's just not factual. So Shivey was there to, uh, of course, support this ordinance, and he talked about some current jobs that are uh, on the on the way that don't have these PLAs in place. Like they, we they have would. three PLAs that this city is doing currently, right now. No one said a word about it. There's three fire station PLAs going. The difference in what you would pass this evening is the PLA from this day forward will have mandatory minority language. The three PLAs you're working under right now have none. None. No diversity language whatsoever. This takes care of that these individuals who are on these projects look like the community, and they have a better life. So uh, Brad Shivey, again, local laborer supporting this, others supporting the measure. Uh, Alderwoman Connolly talks about the importance of this universal language. What we are putting forward is a level playing field so that every developer who comes in, every project that needs to get started, people know what our priorities are in this community, what our expectations are, and what we, we the level, the standard that we intend to hold people to 
so that we build our community in a lot of ways. So one of the questions that was asked was from Alderman Williams about what's really changing here. Um, if you've got all these contracts that already have PLAs, Corporation Council responds. We've never required a uh, project labor agreement. Um, prior to this, Section 3815 of our code uh, said that, that PLAs were authorized but again they're not required this ordinance in the operative language lays out um, nine different factors requires project labor agreements for projects over fifty thousand dollars and lays out nine factors that need to be discussed in those project labor agreements so again uh, a little bit of an explanation of the change that's coming alderman sean gregory saying he supports this measure because i know people in our community every day every time i see somebody every time i walk in the store and 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 people in our community are gonna know every time i walk in jamal's is somebody hunting me down for a job because they need them and this to me how i'm reading it gives us a little more control to make those things happen so for uh, sure you've got this uh, measure that uh, does a variety of things but alderman donnellan made a point that was reiterated by alderman redpath last night We've seen too many years where we had to bring things in front of the city council and Alderman Donlin uh, hit it right on the head. They bring the projects to us and we'd ask about PLAs and then we'd have to end up going back and forth and back and forth. We won't have to do that now. Now it's spelled out on the front end that this is, the, this is what our priorities are and this is what we need. We need the best trained, the best, the hardest workers, the ones that know what they're doing. And, and what we're talking about with the diversity inclusion is to get more jobs out there in the community for everybody in our community not just the, not just the, the favored but everyone and this is what this is going to do so uh, obviously uh, it's time for a vote and uh, the outcome of the vote was unanimous here's uh, the reaction from the audience and the motion carries with 10 voting yes one voting It's always interesting to see when the council chambers are this full for a particular ordinance because it's definitely sure. not that full. But We're gonna, you can uh, see uh, once this ordinance passed. here for the rest of the meeting can stay. Thank you for your attendance. <laughs> everybody you. gets up from the audience. And it was almost standing room only. I mean, there were people uh, packed all the way out into the hallway. Uh, so obviously, uh, you know, a big, uh, big support for the ordinance uh, at last night's Springfield City Council meeting. It is the council roundup review of Springfield City Council happenings. We'll get to more of it including an ordinance dealing with um, uh, the EMS and fire departments and uh, what was really a, a conflict in uh, labor agreements and uh, and how they uh, move forward with providing medical care uh, and getting reimbursed for that medical care that the taxpayer-funded EMS system through the fire department has with uh, those who are uh, privately funded uh, uh, EMS. So stay tuned. We'll get to that conversation next here with Springfield's Morning News on 92.7 WMAY. Council Roundup brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to Head West. Their downtown location open for lunch. And don't forget about delivery. Head West Subs. Got to correct something. It wasn't unanimous that uh, measure to require PLA agreements with certain provisions did not pass unanimously. Got 10 votes, but out of 11 votes cast, Alderman Williams Jr. was present. 
So I wanted to make sure that was clear. Several people uh, texting me, letting me know that that was the outcome. It was drowned out by all the applause, but ultimately it did pass. Uh, it is the council roundup from last night's Springfield City Council meeting. Typically they meet on a Tuesday, but Wednesday uh, they met because Tuesday was National Night Out. Uh, so you had uh, city officials hosting events across the, uh, the city. Uh, so last night's uh, city council meeting jam-packed with all kinds of other things. And one also deals with uh, the issues that arose from Springfield Fire Department having to act as emergency medical services despite an ambulance showing up. Uh, so what happened there? Well, you've got uh, laborers within the fire department not happy that they don't feel like they were being compensated properly, and that uh, led to this next ordinance that is up for consideration at last night's Springfield City Council meeting. Uh, and uh, let's go ahead and get into it here uh, and um, hear what they uh, they had to, to, to debate about. Ordinance approving a memorandum of understanding between the Springfield Firefighters IAFF Local 37 and the City of Springfield regarding the assignment of new and different duties and responsibilities to bargaining unit employees in connection with providing supplemental advanced life support ALS and intermediate life support ILS care on private ambulances. The chair will entertain a motion to place agenda number 2023-337 on final passage. So this Second. stemmed from a labor dispute and Alderman Williams wanted to bring about an amendment to this ordinance and here's that discussion. Uh, if amendment one were to pass with the additional language we would need to send that back to their attorneys um, and it would it would become a counter offer because we are corporation council terms to what's in here so they would have the opportunity to reject this and then we would have to come back to council um, with approval or go back to the table with the union i mean alderman hanauer uh, that that just concerns me because uh, you know we we the negotiate to, to me the negotiations were done and it's basically it's up to us to vote it up yes or up up or down that's that's kind of my feeling because we take it back there <clears throat> Potentially, they could say, well, then, well, yeah, we'll do this, but we want this, you know. It, again, we get back into negotiations. And so uh, I just, I'm concerned about that. So it could delay things even more. Uh, and uh, Alderwoman Conley also opposing any idea of an amendment because, well, it would uh, postpone resolution. I will not be voting to support this amendment, um, Alderman Williams, simply because I don't want to drag this negotiation out i think we've already the city's already lost before you know a significant labor decision this is this has been negotiated uh i certainly and and i do think that these decisions should come back to us that's clearly already in the in the mou so and that's uh, kind of what the uh, uh amendment would have done is required other things to come back to the city uh here's alderman gregory you know we're, we're gonna pass this and you know this is gonna add about what a half a million dollars onto um, um, our budget and, and things of that nature. If we go back two years, I don't know how the long the back pay is is, is, is going to go, but it could be $800,000, almost a million dollars onto it. And, 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 you know, we'll have some things to look at. So um, I think this ordinance here or this amendment was was attempt to ensure that um, these type of issues go back to the bargaining table, have a group continue to work on the intercept agreement that we have, and to recapture um, on funding. It is unfair for this city and its taxpayers to um, 
do work and not and not get paid and not get paid back for it. So so our firefighters are going to go in. They're going to do their thing. Um, they're going to ride to the hospital. It's over. They're going to come back. They're out of service, and then the ambulance company is going to get paid for it, and we're not. That's that's something that we got to make sure is addressed. That's you know? the, and that's what they're looking to address with this ordinance. Uh, Alderman Williams and the mayor and others talking about the amendment that he's looking to have on this. This arbitration and this judge, uh, did they order us to do one percent? Um, no, they the, oh, uh, did the, they. Okay, so no, they didn't order us to do one percent. Did they order us to do retroactive to go backwards? Yes, they did. They we were ordered to make whole members of the bargaining unit for any losses incurred um, during the time of the uh, alleged in the grievance. So, I guess the losses would be riding in ambulance. It'd be what was alleged, which was work services that were not being compensated. So that's the the ultimate question there. Work services not being uh, compensated. Uh, Alderman Redpath, uh, he chimes in on this amendment. If we pass this, doesn't the fire department have the right to come back and say you changed what was in the agreement we signed, correct? It has to R go back. Right. So they could come back and, for example, say we want just, three it, it, I'm members. not necessarily opposed to the committee or who serves on it. I just don't want to muddy up the water on this thing. Bring back another um, ordinance exactly. and let's vote on it that way. Yeah. So we may hear more about uh, Alderman Williams's uh, motion, uh, but uh, the vote on the amendment of the ordinance. Let's go ahead and hear that there outcome. You have six no's, three yeses, and one present. Okay, so the amendment fails. So the amendment failed. Moving on now, Alderwoman Conley talking about the ordinance in particular, and she hopes it leads to something that uh, will be city-operated medical that I services. Really support about this um, this memorandum of agreement is the fact that. It at least finally envisions the city establishing a, a municipal ambulance service that we're going to be looking into this that this is a service that we are going to be looking to provide because as you said last week at committee of the whole it's not just that our firefighters are great guys and and women they are but they have an obligation as the highest level the highest certified provider of care to maintain contact with that patient as they're traveling. There, there are other ramifications if they abandon the, a patient. They're the highest level of care. Absolutely. So the uh, Alderwoman Conley likes the idea of uh, city-operated uh, uh, EMS service and something that uh, I think uh, raises the uh, question about uh, you know the difference between public and private uh, uh, services that are offered in this capacity. Uh, we'll hear from uh, Alderman Redpath some more, Alderwoman Purchase, uh, Alderman uh, Carlson, Alderman Rockford, and others. Uh, so we'll finish up this conversation, and then we'll get into the conversation about debt forgiveness for property owners who rack up fines and fees and how previous administration we never heard about this but apparently it was ongoing but now with a new administration under uh, Springfield Mayor Misty Busher they're actually having to debate these issues of tens of thousands of dollars of property fines being forgiven uh, so a different approach and uh, maybe that's going to mean we're going to hear a lot of these types of conversations coming up in the future but we'll get to that coming up next half hour it is the council roundup brought to you by head west subs when you want a great sub you've got to head west their downtown location open for lunch head west subs Back with the Council Roundup, brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to Head West. Their downtown location open for lunch. And don't forget about delivery. Head West Subs.
delicious soups too. Check it out. All right, back to last night's council meeting. Uh, after being postponed from Tuesday to Wednesday for National Night Out, I know people are like, oh, that's Thursday. Usually do it on Wednesdays. Well, when they move the meeting, we also move the roundup. Uh, but uh, the conversation is about changing the firefighters' contract to allow for firefighters to get compensated for acting as EMS despite a uh, ambulance arriving. Uh, a lot of times, these firefighters were uh, considered having the highest level of uh, certification for care, so they had to be with the patients all the way to the hospital, uh, but they weren't getting paid for it. So um, a change to the labor agreement with firefighters in front of older people and Alderman uh, Chuck Redpath uh, sounding off on the importance of getting this addressed in the uh, city's contracting. I mean, they're all certified. They could be all the way up to the chief of police is certified. And, are you? So, so all the way across the board. So you, yes, I am. So all the way across the board. My point being, all the way across the board are the deputy chiefs and the and the captains and the and the, and the, and the are they jumping in the fire in there? So, so everyone has is possibly jumping in there. So we always send two people in the back of an ambulance. Uh, the big thing is is our people are upgrading the care um, so it's only when they have a BLS ambulance our people jump in and so yeah there's no rhyme or reason to who it might be on any given call it could be any person there so it but so uh, again, you know, the question about the cost here could cost half a million dollars, maybe a million dollars added onto the contract. We'll touch on that some. Here's Alderman Gregory. Ask for a point of order. In point of order, order, Corporation Council. If we're going, if a member of this council is going to recuse themselves from a vote, should it be proper for them to speak on the very ordinance that they're going to recuse themselves for? Yes, I could speak. So, um, she uh, she is not recusing herself from the vote. Uh, I believe she's voting present. Mm -hmm. uh, so she is allowed to speak um, on on the topic. Yes. Thank you. So this is about uh, Alderwoman Purchase. She's apparently on a board associated with the ambulances, I think. Uh, but uh, she does vote present, but asks questions. Your ordinance, but we got before you come forward with your ordinance, we need to enforce the ordinance that we have with the number of ambulances that need to be out on the streets. Did that company call you back? Uh, yes, I have a meeting with corporate counsel on Friday, and I have a meeting with them the following week. So. Okay. Thank you. All right. So, uh, again, uh, Alderwoman Purchase uh, voted present eventually. Uh, on to the question of costs. Alderman Carlson chimes in on that. Uh, Madam Treasurer, shot me a note earlier. We're at about 52 or $53 million. Cash and to on me, hand. It's something like this is, is why we have a fund balance, why we have a, have a reserve. It's to protect the people who are protecting us the frontline people but most most importantly it's to help protect the citizens of Springfield who we're going out who you're going out and, and trying to take care of a, of a situation so again could cost half a million dollars if uh, if not more maybe a million dollars but the city's got 50 plus million dollars cash on hand uh, here's all the in Rockford the next two two years possibly uh, for the remainder of the contract you know so there's a possibility of upwards of you know five six hundred thousand dollars you know, I know it's going to be budgeted into the into your budget, but I'm just saying. But you're still there's still going to be effect. We're still going to have it to could, raise, yes, it could be part of the money. total compensation package. Thank you. So eventually, uh, the contract as it plays out is going to have this increase. Uh, if this is approved, and then moving forward, other increases as well. How did the vote turn out? Racking up those numbers. 
Rockford, oh, present. Here. Sorry. Purchase, present. Yeah, you so the motion passes seven voting yes and two voting present. All right. There you go. So uh, that's how the uh, ordinance passed. So uh, firefighters are going to get a boost in pay, uh, 1% boost. Next up, you've got debt forgiveness in front the of all the people. reduction of fines and costs owed to the city of Springfield in the amount of $38,505 for a total payment to the city in the amount of $7,530 to settle Sangamon County Circuit Court cases 19-MR-723 and 21-MR-1195, City of Springfield versus Julian Randall and Weed Lanes for 2321 south 14th street so uh, apparently the previous administration langfelder was allowing for debt forgiveness without it coming before the city council new mayor misty busher says they want to hear about these so that's why they're hearing about it i want to correct any misconceptions last week um importantly towards our inspectors no inspector ever promised this young man anything it was actually our administrative court judge our assistant corporation counsel who made a decision knowing all the facts of the case what TCOs need to be done, how long it's been setting, there's court dates. He was aware of all of those things, and he still made a judgment of only $3,000 just in December of 2022. Previously, We know the climate of, 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 of our government at that point in time, and um, for whatever reason, that uh, didn't go. We're still trying to close this agreement. So uh, obviously a new administration, a different tact here when it comes to debt forgiveness. Instead of just doing it behind closed doors, they're bringing it in front of the entire city council. More from Alderman Gregory. We have a lot of homes that are in dire need of repair. And I'm sure after this incident and learning that this young man will continue on to help rebuild a community in which he is from as he has done with this house and learn from the lessons and the mistakes and be able to make sure he asks, hey, are you in debt with the city? Are you gonna, are you at the purdue of status? Has this house been sitting for three years? He will ask those questions. He will be well informed because he has went through this strenuous process with the city. Um, and, and I encourage everyone to please just look at the facts and uh, so we can move forward. Thank you. Alderwoman Conley uh, says she supports this effort uh, and lays out her reasons why. And I think the precedent that we're setting is that we're we're looking at each case and and we're taking time to review the background and extenuating circumstances and and how that comes into play with each particular situation that we're dealing with. So again, um, this goes from like a forty-seven thousand dollar debt to a seven thousand dollar debt that uh, they're looking to forgive. More from Connolly. I do intend to support this, and and I do I intend to support this with the understanding that every case that comes before us will be dealt on its merits, on as a case by case basis, and we will be looking at at all the circumstances around that case. Um, and these debts are from fines and fees that are tacked on to the property owner. Uh, and uh, Alderman Redpath, not too happy about the idea of opening up the floodgates. We forgive this debt. We're going to open up the faucets. We're going to open up the faucets so everybody and their brother is going to come in here and say, hey, I got a debt I want to take care of. And that, that's not what we want. There was a lot of debt that was forgiven in this city for years, and we never knew about it. And and, and now we're seeing things like this to come in front of us. So. Again, uh, it sounds like the floodgates have already been opened. Uh, so here's more from Alderman Redpath uh, talking about uh, his apprehensions. Uh, but I don't think we do this. I think we're opening up the floodgates, and he's a habitual offender here. He, he 
three years ago, he still owes us money. So I think we need to reject this. So uh, it's uh, Alderman Redpath. Uh, what does his vote ultimately turn out to be? We'll get to all of that and finish up the council roundup in the fourth segment this hour here with Springfield's Morning News on 92.7 WMAY. Springfield's News and Talk. And we got to take a quick break. Well, an extended council roundup and uh, looking at last night's Springfield City Council meeting, the last issue they had on the docket was about the issue of debt forgiveness. Apparently, the previous administration was just forgiving debts, but now the new administration, Misty Busher, uh, not doing that and instead getting all these in front of the city council. And that includes having the individual who has this debt from fines and fees stacking up, uh, Julian Randall. He did address the city council at last night's meeting, and here's uh, some of what he had to say uh, about the issue of the debt and uh, it being forgiven. Here's uh, Julian. Yeah, I purchased the home. I didn't know anything about all the things. I didn't even know you had to have permits on homes when you get them. I thought that you just buy a home, you fix on it as you go along, and it's your home. You know, I didn't know that that it was going to be time limits and you got to pay for it permits and everything like that so yes i did make all the mistakes with this stuff but it's no way that i was trying to be malicious or run off from my homes or anything like that um when i very first got the home i spent like a few thousand dollars just from renting uh the big dumpsters those were like 500 dollars a week and i was taking those and throwing everything out of the house the house the roof the soffit, the fascia, the windows were busted. Um, people ripped all the copper out of the house, all of the wiring. Um, I had to tuck point the foundation. Um, the house just was horrible. I didn't know that these things were going to cost this much money. Mm-hmm. And then COVID awfully came in, and sky price, I mean, things skyrocketed. Yeah. The lay, I mean, the lumber was high. Mm-hmm. Just everything was just high. I got discouraged by it yes i did i'm definitely sorry about that um like i made a lot of mistakes with this house but i learned a lot of stuff from this house also um i I made mistakes not even just only with this house just period in life you know what i'm saying but i try to right all my wrongs so whenever i got a chance instead of just running off away from the house i came back and i tried to fix the house up all the way and i fixed the house up i got it done i talked with uh robert hogue we got an agreement going. I got everything done. I did everything, but Robert Hogue is no longer with the city anymore. So, again, uh, you've got uh, the plaintiff there making his case. Alderman Gregory wants to amend the ordinance for debt relief. Increase the amount of um, the total payment amount to the city from 7530 to 16530 uh, which includes the 9000 that... Um, Alderman Redpath spoke on to cover the other house and, and what is due, I, I think that was for demo, and that would put a grand total of 16530 um, being away from the fine. So what you uh, have there is a change in the uh, ordinance, in, in particular, um, increasing how much will actually be paid from, what, 7000 to around uh, 16000 But that's still down from the 40-some-odd thousand that uh, ultimately was on um, the, this particular property. But now it's going to include debt relief for two properties, meaning those two properties can be sold and move forward. Uh, and uh, you had Alderwoman Conley chiming in 
on uh, uh, where this is headed from here. Here's uh, Alderwoman Conley. This um, Alderman Redpath, you're not wrong. I think that that faucet has already been opened because we as a council found out that that was being forgiven that we had no idea was happening. The faucet has been running for a while. Yeah. We're Good just point. able to now assess what's coming through here. So, uh, and, yeah, interesting point, right? The floodgates have already been opened. Now it's just we get to see how severe the flood is. Alderman Redpath changing his mind, addressing the plaintiff. If, if you would have went to the administrative hearings, you wouldn't be here because they probably would have figured out a settlement long, long time ago. So if if I vote for this thing, I don't want to see you here no more. <laughs> I don't. I want to tell you right now that just you. It, this is a tough business. There's people sitting in this crowd that uh, rehab houses all the time, and they run into the same problems. I used to own dozens and dozens of houses. I know what you're going through. It's tough. The thing is, is that before you take on a project, and I'm not trying to scold you. I'm just trying to help you here. Before you take on a project, know what you're getting yourself into. I'm going to vote for this only because we're clearing up two parcels of property, and, and then we're done with this. So... You understand where I'm coming from. I'm not. I'm not trying to make you feel bad. I'm trying to give you a little hardcore advice. Okay. Yes, sir. All right. So uh, the measure ultimately passed, and the uh, debt, most of it forgiven. But uh, as you heard Alderman Redpath say there, it uh, cleared up these two partials now. Uh, So uh, interesting, and I imagine that we may hear a lot more about these types of situations in the future and that is your springfield city council roundup hey the council roundup brought to you each and every week by head west subs when you want a great sub you've got to head west their downtown location open for lunch head west subs all right Uh, be sure to check out the podcast if you missed anything you can go back and check out the youtube video as well Uh, again it's the council roundup i'm greg bishop search for bishop on air really anywhere just bishop on air it's that simple you can find me on x formerly known as twitter on YouTube, on Facebook, make it happen and we can connect that way.